Good morning on today's WGO podcast. More discussion about dark money. The book by Jane Moyer. I'm uh, the bulk of the way through it at this point. Um, absolutely fascinating. Um, yeah, we, we all need to be aware <clears throat> of the effects of, of uh, large, of big money in politics. Because the way it plays out is the, all, these guys very, very covertly, very secretly, secretly uh, hatch strategies. They hire strategists uh, and use various things that sound like Citizens United or Americans for this or uh, fair, in one case this morning, fair and legal uh, representation or redistricting and they you know legally through loopholes and playing the game very clever can manipulate congressional districts so you literally will reach out and grab every little voter uh, to get it to swing a direction in the case of this strategy it was on the Republican side and you just kind of lump all the people that were gonna vote the predominantly Democrat area, you just kind of enlarge that area. So the overall effect is Republicans were able to win win states, win seats, where the, in, in areas that had been Democrat. So, you know, it does matter. You can get the right strategists with the right information and fund it and hide the money where it was really coming from. You can have a relative small group of people with a lot of money dictating the talking points, laying out a strategy, and becoming very successful with uh, playing the political game. And, and that explains a lot of the dysfunction and a lot of the weird stuff going on in the government right now. Boy, this hill is a killer. I like it, though. It's good for me. Uh, it explains a lot of the dysfunction that we see in politics right now. We're at the wind. We got a pretty good wind clipping this morning too. So the point of bringing it up is I myself have been very guilty of this, and I suspect many of you. You get your information from whatever source is resonating with you and it doesn't go any further than that you know you don't really flesh out why why is this person or why is this the channel or why is this program laying out the position this way what what why is this their thoughts is this editorialized is this commentary opinion or is this strategy and if it's strategy Whose strategy is this? And who paid for this? And does this really benefit me? So, the thing that's disturbing is, apparently, this, uh, some of these vested interests really have a desire to tear down all of government to the point of really getting rid of things like Social Security and uh, Medicaid and Medicare which are which do need to be dealt with 
that, that does need to be dealt with. It can't just in, continuously encroach and gobble up all the federal budget. You just can't do that. It's not sustainable. And there's a lot of creative things that haven't been done yet because every thing is, becomes a self-serving bureaucracy. So there's a lot of creative things that haven't been done yet that could nibble at the cost. Like, I, I, you know, you, I hear, you hear me rail on a regular basis about the levels of high levels of bullshit and the massive expenditure of education that we do. Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some digging on the medical, too. I know there's a lot of bullshit there as well. I've had a lot of personal experiences with it. That it's, it seems fancy, it seems right, but it's actually not that good. It really isn't. So, and, it, and it's very expensive. Like everything, you, every time you touch a doctor, it's a minimum thousand bucks. You just might be insulated because of your insurance, but it's always a thousand or more. Sometimes ten thousand. Sometimes a hundred thousand. Depends on what happened, right? So, but you can't just throw, I mean, well, the way it is now, you can't just throw the old, old, uh, old people retirees to the wolves. Give me a fucking break. No one with any kind of sanity whatsoever would vote for that. Because you don't have any retirement either. And if you do, good for you, motherfucker. That doesn't mean take it away from those that didn't or couldn't or, you know, whatever. Fuck, right now, the way... Mine's been tracking Social Security to be the only retirement money that I have. Everything else always seems to get spent somehow, chewed up in something. You know, I, and granted, I have to take responsibility for some of that. I make choices. I make gambles, calculated risks. I always assume that I can make it up along the way somewhere. But I don't know. Maybe not. In a fucking you know, COVID reality world that we're living in right now, all bets are off. You don't really know. No clue. You don't know what opportunities are going to be available for you, even on a good day. So you need a safety net. I think it's bullshit to try to tear that down. It's very weird. Like, why go after that crowd? You really want to take the, you know, $800,000, 1500 a month away from an elderly person who's barely making it as it is, who really is eating Cheerios and sandwiches and stuff? That's all they can afford? That they paid her fucking rent? And keep their cell phone on, put some gas in a car or get transportation. I mean, there's no money left. These people are high rolling. They're just fucking surviving. Why would you take that away from them? Why would have the wealthiest civilization in the history of the, the, the small rock in the middle of nowhere, why would that, uh, why make it so brutally difficult for people economically? Why would we put up with that? And if you peel back the layers of the bullshit, you'll find that there are small groups of people that are completely non-empathetic, completely out of touch, do not have to worry about money, nor did they ever have to worry about money, that want to take that away from people. That's pretty fucking crazy. It's really pretty fucking crazy and pretty sad that we're so mired in distractions and bullshit and we're exhausted from running the rat race that we can't, like... We can't keep that front and center, like what's important. We get just get what we want gets mired in all the distractions and all the bullshit all the time. It, it's disturbing. That's that's why I want to continue, and I need your support on on the, the WGO podcast and any book that comes. I, I need your support because 
I want to hammer this to keep it front and center for all of us. We're going to make the numbers work. We're going to improve the economic proposition for all of humanity. We're not going to do it at the barrel of a gun. We're not going to do it by being a pain in the ass and fucking using terrorists or annoying tactics. We're not going to bully. We're going to do it by being better, faster, cheaper, and it will be so fucking obvious that this is the way to go that you won't have to do anything other than do it. You won't have to sell it. Who wouldn't want to wake up every morning and have bandwidth and time and not think about money? Who would not want that? And we're so close if you just kind of move the shell game around a little bit. If you say just simply like, okay, I'm not going to directly engage the status quo. Not going to come out guns blazing after what's the way the way that the world is right now because it's a futile effort that gets everybody stirred up and could potentially become very volatile and very dangerous. So instead, we say, okay, all right, this is the world we're born in. This is the world I'm in. This is the time. This is the place. And I can. I'm, and in this country, it pays about ten bucks an hour. Fifteen if you want to be an ass about it. Ooh, yeah, it's a big difference. Fuck face. Shut up. 10 bucks an hour. So what is it gonna take in terms of ingenuity, engineering, new tech, new processes, new materials, possibly a regulatory tweak here and there, new zoning, whatever, to get the housing, transportation, utilities, food and water, clothing, all the things in that basket and goods and services that constitute the American middle class as it's defined and lived today money for movies, money to take a vacation, money to do this, money to do that, okay? You take that basket of goods and services and you start fucking shaving zeros off of everything that, you put, write that budget down, write it down with today. Rent, if rent's a thousand, we're gonna make it a hundred. If a car payment's 500, we're gonna make it 50. It's gonna be the same fucking car. That's the thing you don't understand. And I tell, when I tell people this, they say that's impossible. No, it's not. We have, at a human scale, an unlimited amount of supplies in a lot more areas than you may think. Steel is one of them. You mean to tell me that if we, every time we make a new car or truck or SUV, that we use it for a period of time, and then it goes back into a recycled network where you're using virgin materials, which you're also blending with existing materials, and if you're doing those at the price points, 50 instead of 500, you'll find that the churn of the materials would be pretty, pretty frequent. Because who would keep a car and allow it to rust underneath of them for 10, 15, 20 years when they could just basically re-up every couple of years? And I know someone's gonna hit the energy side of that. Like, doesn't that cause a lot of pollution? Yeah, if we just are lazy about it and fucking do it the way we've been doing it. So we got, you know, we figured that out. Let's say we have a new uh, East Coast, Midwest, yeah, you know, Northeast, Southeast, New England, Midwest, Southwest, West, Upper Northwest. We have like six to ten <coughs> brand new steel recycling type businesses, and we make all of those work on a brand new electrical grid or we tie it to like a nuke plant or we tie it to or, or, or even better 
we figure fusion out. I want to get into that next, by the way. That's going to be in the next science topic. Probably going to try to hit that a little bit with Manny, the next Manny science talk with Manny. Let's figure that fusion out. But for now, let's take what we got. If it's renewable, fine. A dam, hydro. If it's solar. I, I dare, I, I'm hesitant to say battery because I just think there's some limited resource issues with the battery right now that I do want to dig into and I do want to do some interviews with the people in the game to figure out where those roadblocks really are. But long story short, you, you make that a renewable energy, those, those, those 10 plants. And, and it's those 10 plants job is basically churning out and, and taking in the transports. You already know how to build it. You already know how to build a fantastic fucking, this, this, this thing, this truck that I'm leasing right now is fucking awesome. Okay, the only thing about it that you might want to change is have it be zero emissions at some point. Other than that, man, the fucking thing drives like a dream. It, it, it's got so much utility with, with if you got kids and stuff throwing shit in the back of it. Okay, so, in, but the problem is, is the price point's high. You can't really afford it. Nobody can. I can't really afford it either. I just do it. Because I gotta have, I got, I gotta have reliable transports. And I live in a climate where I, don't want, I do not want to dick around with unpredictable car problems. I got a used car. I tried that last year. Guess what? I got a fucking $4,000 quote for the repairs of that the other day to get it back. Like, I figured it was a little sluggish. Noticed a few things about it. <coughs> Took it in. And the engine light was on. I want four fucking thousand to fix it. Like, yeah, right. So I'm, my point is, I'm just renting the tools, okay? And, and, and I don't like it when people get go off and start saying, well, maybe you shouldn't lease cars, you know? Maybe you complain about money all the time. <laughs> Fuck off, man. You can't live in this country without a fucking reliable transport. And you can't live in a climate like this without a good one. I mean, you can, but you're, you create that baseline anxiety and stress all the time. Who the fuck wants to deal with that? So you know humans know how to build the things. We're just going to figure out how to build it at a price point that makes sense for the, for the people, for humanity. And if the big guys won't want to do it, then we need to do it ourselves. You, you tell me we can't spin up a couple of car plants to produce cars with a $50 a month payment? You tell me we can't reverse engineer every fucking thing that's ever been done and, and redesign it such that it comes out of the plant, comes out of the, of the service pipe, whatever the thing is, at a price point that works for, the, for, the, for humanity? Let the, let the guys do whatever they do now. They'll realize quickly that there's only so many rich fucks that can afford the shit that they're doing. And meanwhile, you know, I've been calling it Reset Industries is my fantasy uh, vehicle to get there. But, you know, it could be anything. But along the lines of hu human industries or whatever, I don't know, give it a, give it a name. But if you, if you are in the business of producing, the basket of goods and services constitutes the, the American middle class lifestyle as it's recognized today. And your business is, I take these things, I reverse engineer them, I figure out where the hurdles are with the end goal of I'm going to produce this exact same thing or something along the lines of this, equivalent to this, in terms of awesomeness, in terms of functionality, in terms of utility, in terms of quality, and my price point shaves a zero off. That's a hell of a challenge, isn't it?
and it's also incredibly doable. We should absolutely reject anyone that says that that's not doable. It is doable. We're just not doing it because we're distracted. We're distracted in 2020, a lot of distraction is because of dark money. If you listen to the book, read if you want. I think reading's old. I think reading's a bad form factor to expect yourself to do. I mean, we tell our kids, go to the library, read. Who the fuck's got time to just sit and read? It's such a, it's such a one-dimensional way when, you're, when you've been exposed to things like you know, video games or YouTube. I don't, play, I don't play video games, but people do. Or YouTube or the computer or internet, cell phone, smartphone in your pocket. And the fact that you're busy and you're driving, you know, a lot. You know, listen to the book. But try to tell you that. It's not what you think it is. Listen, fucking learn something, dipshit. You don't have to wait till you get around to reading. You're not gonna get the time to read, most of you. Especially if you have kids. Good luck with that. But you can listen. You can join Audible or something like that. And you can listen. And you may find that if you listen to something like Dark Money, you'll, you'll, it will illuminate some of the problems that we're having and some of why we're mired in muck and can't seem to get things done anymore. Can't do great works. Can't think big dreams. Told you, when we do an infrastructure package, be it Democrat, Republican, whoever, I, where are the voices of the people in that we need, I see it right now, corresponding walking slash bike paths along every road in the country, preferably in North America. Preferably, the entire Western Hemisphere gets good roads with the corresponding walking and bike lanes on the sides. So you get the cars and trucks and the fast shit, the heavy shit on the roads, the wider roads, and then you've got the walking and bike paths that are separated to keep the two away from each other. And, you, and then you don't have to have a car or truck. You could actually walk or ride your bicycle or grab an e-bike at a $500 price point. Imagine that, that shaves another zero. You could get that payment to be five, 10 bucks a month for e-bikes. Where somebody jumps on in the morning, puts a coat on, slaps the backpack on, and fucking beep, hits a button, flies down the fucking bike path safely to work or to play or to the gym or to the park. See that? That's the type of thing I'm saying. When we, when we have our heads in our asses and we're about to kill each other, we're at our throats because dark money stirred us into a fucking cauldron of bullshit, we don't think about things like bike paths. You're like, oh, I never thought about that. Or, no, no, half of you are like, oh, you can't do that. That's too expensive. No, it's not. You're talking about at, you know, to tack on whatever it would cost to do the roads and bridges that we're going to be doing anyway. And we already are doing in bits and pieces and fits and starts. And you just add 20% to it. That's the cost of doing it. The right-of-ways, the easements are already there. The utilities use them. And you make it to the... Oh, in exchange for being able to put a bike path along the easements you have, or the right-of-ways you guys have, we will also lay in conduit 
for you guys to run new utility lines, underground utilities for all or something. I mean, you, you make them a deal they can't refuse. They all, that infrastructure's aging too. So you end up with good roads, you end up with landscaping everywhere to keep the depression factor down because cratered out real estate, raggedy infrastructure, and shitty looking landscaping affects people's mentality. It lowers morale. It's not good for everybody. And it's just laziness for humans. You know, you can't you know, keep up with your house, so to speak. Lowers morale. It's all that in there. So now, now you've got good roads, you've got good bridges. It's pretty and beautiful to look at. It's functional. Safety's enhanced significantly with the addition of biking and walking paths everywhere corresponding along the right-of-ways, roadways. You give people a different way to explore the world, the wind in their hair more. Don't, you don't, you don't hijack the entire idea of it because of the fear of the occasional accident. Like with you, when you add in e-bikes or some type of vehicle that is motorized, including electric motor, people immediately get freaked out. You know, that, that sets off some safety alarms for them. Well, that's ridiculous, okay? There, you can't remove the risk from life. You can minimize it. You can have etiquette. You could, you could have bike police. You could have people that are out actively giving citations or camera networks or whatever it would take if, it, if it's abused. I mean, if you got e-bikes, and clearly if there's a really a, a significant collision issue and people are starting to get hurt or maimed or killed, well then, you know, you, you adjust accordingly. Maybe in certain spots you you use some type of mechanism to create a disincentive to be too risky to others. My point is, we need this stuff. We need the numbers to work economically, first and foremost. We need the bandwidth, the human bandwidth that would come with fixing the economic numbers for everybody. We need the peace of mind and the de-escalating tensions that would come with cutting the bullshit and fixing the numbers. All that goes away. And then the next thing that would happen is people would want to be enjoying their life more. So we need more creative use of our infrastructure. Like the bike paths is a great start, I think. Walking and bike path. And we need to cut the bullshit. In every industry, the internet needs to serve as the nucleus to combat the bullshit. You have a problem, go to a trusted source on the internet, verify through some type of test, mostly you do yourselves if possible, and then if you need the human touch, the, the final piece of it, then you could get, get it that way. But you've already vetted and you already kind of know and you can see and sense bullshit a mile away. As opposed to everything's just delegated and we assume the experts know. We assume they're not corrupted. 
So I'll wrap it up. Dark Money, Jane Moyer. Get it, listen to it, read it, whatever your form factor works for you. Because you need to be aware of in 2020, we're all being distracted by things that just aren't true. They're talking points. They're slick-looking bro slick brochures and ads created by think tanks and shadowy groups that have limitless resources and funds. And they're not, they don't have your best interest at heart. These are the same people that don't tip their help. Or like in the case of Epstein, they pay, they pay two hundred for for sex with uh, minors when they could have paid them two thousand at least or twenty thousand at least, and then get a fucking car. Uh, you know what I mean? These, these people don't care. They don't give a fuck. So quit defending them. Liberal or or conservative, Democrat or Republican, quit getting feisty with your fellow man over a talking point that was cooked up by dark money somewhere. It's the reality of the politics right now. It's probably global. I'm sure it is. You know, whatever we're doing here, it gets copied. Copy and paste. All right, be good out there, y'all. Take it easy. Love you. Thank you for listening. And please support.